and welcome back to your new favorite weekly podcast, Choosing Exist. I'm your host, Thomas, and let's jump right in. To start it off, uh, a very exciting announcement. I just made it into Diamond Tier on Magic the Gathering Arena. Um, that is very cool, and you should be hyped because I'm hyped. So thank you for your hype. If you don't understand how hard of a game Magic is, then uh, that doesn't mean anything to you, but it's a hard game. So it's cool. Yeah. I'm pretty much dropping all pretenses of any kind of um, format or structure to this this week because, I don't know, stay loose, stay casual, go with the flow, vibe, see what works, see what doesn't work. Um, I recognize that I could have one thing to consistently talk about all the time if I wanted to play into the hate, if I wanted to play into people's emotions. That way, I don't know. Pick a, pick a topic, pick any hot topic issue, and there'll be people who are like, rally with you behind you because you are like, hey, I am being loud and vocal about this thing that you also care about. But I don't know, that feels very superficial because any topic like that that I would pick, I would pick because I'm trying to turn it into sales. I would pick because I'm trying to turn it into a way to make money. When... <laughs> If I'm going to do that with anything, why not just do it with myself? Why not just do it with, I don't know, the things I'm thinking about? It feels more honest that way, at least. Other than, like, bandwagoning with someone else's cause just to extort money from it. That said, like, there are a lot of things that are important to me. I just, I don't want to make those things my personality. I don't want to, like politicize my platform to pushing an agenda that's not my own agenda, that's not my own I don't know I work for me, so I do things that work for me. <laughs> what more is there to ask? I'm learning very quickly how long uh, 15 minutes actually is when you're trying to record content for it uh, it's it's incredibly a long time. You don't really think about it, uh, but it, it adds up because you're constantly taking content, you're removing content, you're removing silences, you're shortening it, you're creating like little transitions that so that they're hopefully seamless. I mean, mine definitely are not there yet, but we're working on it. Um, and it's just like it's there's a lot more to it than I think the initial impression is given. You might just like immediate. And, and I got asked uh, the other day, oh, Thomas, are you going to pick a specific topic and just kind of narrow down? And no, probably not. If I do, it's just going to be whatever happens naturally. Um, it's not. There isn't necessarily one topic that I feel like I can or that I want to talk about every week for however long I want this podcast to go on for. Like this is this is a tool for me to speak. This is a platform for me to have my voice heard. And that's what it is. But if I'm just choosing one thing, then I lose I don't know. I stop having a platform. I start having I start I give that platform to that whatever topic I'm talking about. 
and take the platform away from myself. So I'd rather keep it for myself. I mean, I say that. Um, I'm absolutely happy to share the platform when like bring up things that are interesting to me, other people's products, other things that are cool, which I've already done many times and will continue to do. But it's it feels like it takes away from what I want this to be by focusing on just one thing. It feels like I lose I lose a lot from trying to just narrow down. Yeah, it might be easier to just research one thing and just talk a lot about it constantly. I mean, that's what they always say to niche down, right? But if I do that, then this loses the reason that I started it. And I might as well just stop if that's what I want to do. So, and I don't want to stop. So I'm going to just do whatever this is. It's going to be whatever it ends up being. I don't know what it's gonna end up being. I don't know what, I don't necessarily know what anything I do ends up being. I just do things and eventually they turn into things. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. <laughs> At the end of the day, the only person who really determines if something is viable is the listeners, the customers, the consumers. With my business, like, it's only viable if I get customers. It's, it only, like, it's, yeah, people, people listening, people consuming is what makes something viable. People can do whatever they want, but if no one's paying attention to them, if no one is making an effort to be like, hey, listen to this thing. Hey, purchase this thing. Hey, this thing is cool. Hey, I like these words that someone is saying. If people don't actually promote the things that they enjoy and the things that they enjoy aren't getting the recognition, then the things that they enjoy are going to disappear. Like, that happens with brands, it happens with people. If people aren't paying attention to something, if people aren't consuming something, then whatever it is, is just going to fade away. It's, that's how it always is. It's up to the consumers, it's up to the purchasers, it's up to the customers. I absolutely will do my part to put forward my ambitions, put forward my desire, put forward my effort. But that's my part. The part of the consumer is what comes next. And it's up to them to see whether something lives or dies. Of course, I obviously need to do my part in promoting it, making sure people are aware that it exists, making sure people actually give it a chance to be something that they want in their life. But that's the same with everything. <laughs> I am not special in any way regarding that. I, I mean, I think I'm special. I think I'm the most special person in the world, but it's also my life, so I should. But, uh, yeah. And a quick interruption to just give a shout out to this one person I was playing on Magic. Um, had a massive elf ball, had like 15 elves on the battlefield, and he said GG, like good game, as if, like, because he was gonna win next turn. I had my turn, 
played a single card, destroyed all his elves, and he escaped immediately. Felt amazing. Um, that... If you're gonna GG early, don't GG until you know you've won. Uh, it just makes you look like an asshole if you GG early. So, I, I'm very happy that I had this spell to deal with that, because that was hilarious. In other nerd news, uh, Baldur's Gate 3 came out last week. A uh, very big deal. If you're not paying attention, you should be considering they hit a peak of 800,000 concurrent players um, the weekend it came out, which is huge because their last Larian Studios, the last game that they did, uh, Divinity Original Sin 2, I think they were saying they had a peak of 100,000. So, you know, an extra like 700,000 peak players and the game is only just coming out. It's only been released on PC. It still isn't out for uh, PlayStation, still isn't out for Xbox. Like, it's a huge game, but it's also it's also got a lot of name recognition behind it. Baldur's Gate 3, obviously Baldur's Gate is a classic. It's using the D&D 5th edition rule set for the entire actual game. So like the game is based on a loved format to play tabletop games. So it's it's a very well-crafted game in my opinion. Um, it looks cool. The way it does dialogue options is cool. It is a much harder game than I think a lot of casual gamers are used to. It's definitely going to appeal more to the people who think critically about the actions they take in the game. Um, it's not one of those games where you can just pick every dialogue option. Um, you pick a dialogue option and the rest of them will sometimes disappear. There are there are places where you can just hear everything someone has to say, but there are, all, are also times where if you say one thing, it cuts off your access to the other dialogue options. You'll never hear the response to them uh, until you do a replay. Um, and because uh, that's how life is, if you're talking to someone and you only have so much you can say in a conversation, you only have so many interactions you're going to have, and then things move on. People react to your way of approaching a situation, which I think is really cool. I think they did a great job with that. Um, it's definitely very interesting on kind of some of the topics they've chosen to tackle. Uh, most importantly, there is a dog. You can play fetch with it. And I don't know if I need to tell you anything else about this game besides that. Because honestly, really, if there's a dog and you can pet it, you can play fetch with it. Do you need more in a video game? <laughs> I'm actually kind of surprised that there isn't like a virtual, like, I know there was like Nintendogs for a DS. But I'm surprised someone hasn't done like... Uh, like a goat simulator, but like dog simulator game. I'm sure that'd be popular. I'm sure it'd be hilarious. I don't know. If goat simulator was popular, I'm sure that would be popular. Um, yeah, video games, they're cool. They're, they are a huge, they're a massive market. Um, and I don't know. They, they tell a very, the thing I like about video games the most is their unique way of storytelling. Their, their way of bringing you into the story and making you a part of it. Instead of you just kind of 
I relate them to books a little bit. With books, um, it's helpful. You can use your imagination to kind of bring yourself into the world. Whereas with video games, it does the work for you of like, it does, they do their best to immerse you into the world by giving you the visuals, by giving you the story, by helping you follow along with what's happening. And that's really cool. I really appreciate that. Um, you become part of the story because your actions shape the story that you're experiencing. No, I honestly believe that there's going to be very few people who have an exact same playthrough experience of Baldur's Gate 3 than anyone else. Like, every action you take, different outcomes will happen. There are, there are so many different things that can happen depending on what you go through with and what you don't. There are, there are easily things that you could choose to do or choose not to do that will mean that different outcomes happen. And that's the same with life, which is super cool. I think they did an amazing job on that. Um, I don't... I'm trying to talk about it, but also I'm trying not to spoil it because... One, I don't have that much knowledge about it. I have only played the first bit because I bought the game on as soon as it was available on Early Access and then... Uh, put it down because I want to experience it in its full glory and oh, It's a it is a piece of art. I appreciate it for the art and to call an end to this beautiful piece of art of mine And by that I mean this week's episode um, I'm gonna share with you a poem I wrote I do I was a little bit more emotional than I am these days when I was writing this this is from 2021 but here we go the dark road stretched its twisting arms over the horizon. The rumors suggest the fork in the road will be noticeable, that the choice between good and evil is clear. Talk about the blind leading the blind. My road seems to fork constantly. The lines blur. While taking the left path, you end up going right. I just knew that the choices couldn't be so easy, that moving forward would mean moving backwards. The rabbit scurrying one way as if to say, this is the way. All the while a falcon watches them from above. Fear is the way forward, so I take a wobbly step forward, unsure of my footing, striving to look confident while my legs betray me. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you again next week. Take care.